0: Greetings and welcome to another edition of The Corona Chronicles. Because lies are the virus and truth is the cure. I'm your host, Mel Fabregas. This is Episode 6, brought to you by VeritasRadio.com. I want to take this opportunity to tell you what has happened in the past few days. Ever since The Corona Chronicles started airing on YouTube, from the first edition, I had a feeling sharing my research was going to cause problems. How, you ask? We suffered the result of censorship last year. I'm not going to get into the details of what and why it happened. But I suspected it was going to happen again. It already has. First, YouTube demonetized all Corona Chronicles' videos and removed them from their search engine. After the fifth installment, they demonetized our entire channel with over 1,500 videos and more than 91,000 subscribers. Although I own my own platform, I post on YouTube in order to give as much material as I can to non-members of the Veritas platform. Monetizing helped cover some of our costs. I did my best to provide this information, but I will no longer do so as I want to protect our platform. All Corona Chronicles will now exist exclusively inside our platform. You are welcome to purchase subscriptions for your friends and loved ones if you believe they will benefit from our information, whether it be the Chrono Chronicles or any of our interviews. I simply cannot attach my material to any platform other than VeritasRadio.com where I have no control over it and be subjected to the consequences of censorship, especially during these times. But you are here, you are supporting us, and I am forever Grateful. Last year, it was quote unquote social engineering content. And now it's quote unquote harmful content. That's why it's important, and I cannot emphasize this enough, to own your own platform. Now you tell me who is social engineering and who is providing harmful content? We are living in a bizarre, upside down world worthy of an appearance on the Twilight Zone. Let's begin. I have left this possibility out of the Corona Chronicles because I did not want to add any more fear. But if China is found to be guilty or be an accessory to this event of producing the bioweapon that caused our economy to suffer in the United States and all over the world, we should at least cancel our debt with China immediately. That is my proposal. However, if the powers that want to be don't want to waste this crisis, war with China might be on the table, especially if our economy continues to degrade into another Great Depression. Remember the 1930s? Let me bring your attention to this image, and for those who are listening on the audio version, let me describe it so you can visually imagine this. It's an apple with several injections attached to it. If injected an apple with thimerosal, aluminum, phenol, acetone, millions of bioengineered viruses, bacteria, and aborted baby cell tissue, and human DNA, would you eat that apple? And if the answer is no, what would you inject yourself with just one of these injections? Now here's another image, and I'll describe it. There's a big line on the left and a window, and on the right, there's another window, no line. The first line says, masks, gloves, and vaccines. And the whole world is lining up. On the right, not a single person. And it reads, build your immune system with proper diet, proper supplementation, exercise, and rest. Of course, you'll never hear this advice from the architects of control. And by now you have heard how many meatpacking plants are being shut down or closing. Why could that be, if the demand for meat is still there? Why are we shutting down the supply? What is working behind the scenes? If I told you that Bill Gates had something to do with this, would you believe it? I discussed that in detail in the Celeste Solem interview, so I highly recommend that you listen to it if you haven't. But here's some headlines. Bill Gates worked to end livestock production, pushed lab-grown meat. And this comes from the activist post. And by the way, when you think of synthetic meat, don't think plant based or soy. It's neither. It's purely synthetic, something that he can patent. I will ask you again is Bill Gates a philanthropist or a eugenicist? If his goal is to reduce the world's population, what would you get vaccinated with his vaccines? And what would you want to consume his meat? quote-unquote meat. And I'm sure you knew this already, but politicians don't want an intelligent population because people who can think critically cannot be ruled. They want a public just smart enough to pay taxes and dumb enough to keep voting. And I briefly mentioned this during my last interview with Jeff Hartman about masks. This is written by a doctor who wishes to remain anonymous. Lack of oxygen activates the humoral immune system which releases antibodies. Then you seem, quote-unquote, sick when you're not. Want to test positive? Keep wearing an oxygen-impeding mask. The lack of oxygen will definitely affect your metabolic functions and mitotic functions. Any type of hypoxia will cause an immunostress response. How often do you say, quote-unquote, immune system, without actually knowing exactly what that is or how it works? Moreover, The human exhaust system is also important, and it is partially blocked by masks. It's like the exhaust system of a car. It cleans our body. The lungs is a two-way door, in and out. Not only are carbon dioxide and nitrogen coming out, but a lot more. So consider this next time you wear a mask. I'm not saying don't wear a mask. Just understand what happens with your body. Just to give you a real-life example, on April the 25th, The driver of a single car crash in Lincoln Park, New Jersey, is believed to have passed out behind the wheel after wearing an N95 mask for too long, police said. The crash is believed to have resulted from the driver wearing an N95 mask for several hours and subsequently passing out behind the wheel due to insufficient oxygen intake and excessive carbon dioxide intake. The post read in part. And have you noticed how the CDC is changing statistics behind the scenes. This is what they're saying. COVID-19 deaths as of April the 30th. Total, all age groups, 34,521. Pneumonia deaths, 62,725. But it gets more interesting. Here's a report that shows total deaths for COVID-19 deaths, 11,356 deaths with pneumonia, influenza, or COVID, and/or COVID, 54,217. Why in the world are we still shut down? Why isn't anyone questioning the fact that they're inflating these statistics? The COVID death numbers are all fake and nowhere what the media purports. Scare tactics. Want to keep people inside to lower their immunity and get sick? The virus itself is real, but nowhere nearly as deadly as they tell you. The CDC, the WHO, are all being exposed. And so they are reassessing the numbers. Crazy. The tests they're using don't look for COVID-19. They're using a PCR test to evaluate damage to RNA sequencing that can be caused by any number of illnesses. Any of the 17 different coronaviruses influenza, etc. That's why so many people test positive but show no signs of an actual virus. Get ready for explosive truths coming. Let's hope that this is all true and it comes out. But the numbers, you can confirm them by going to cdc.gov and find out for yourself. And it is also true that if a hospital confirms a death and attributes it to COVID-19, the government gets more money. The same if the hospitals put somebody in a ventilator. So think for a moment. If your city is bankrupt and you have no way to obtain credit in order to support your socialist programs, what do you do? Well, if there's a situation like this, you try to squeeze the federal government as much as you possibly can. And if you have to lie, and I hate to say it, but look, at they do not resuscitate orders given by the governor of New York. What does that tell you? I'll let you arrive at your own conclusion. By the way, I'm getting a lot of messages from you talking about the material that we discussed on Chrono Chronicles 1. Most of the information that I discussed there is not proven to be correct, especially Gilead Remdesivir. Remember how I discussed how Fauci really advocated for that drug? When doctors were coming out stating success stories about hydroxychloroquine, he kept talking about remdesivir. Well, guess what? Now, over a month after I mentioned that, I said, once the graph keeps going up, they're going to wait until the highest opportunity in order to introduce something. A vaccine cannot be introduced yet because it takes between a year to two years for the quote-unquote safety studies. So the only way something can come out would be a treatment. Already hydroxychloroquine is being considered around the world as a positive and successful treatment. But as I said before many times, and I have to repeat myself, it is inexpensive and cannot be patented. Urimdesivir is owned by Gilead. And guess who, part, who is part owner of that patent? China. But it's not what you think. A Chinese company makes a copy of patented coronavirus. China's bright gene has successfully produced remdesivir. So they also sought to patent Gilead's product as their own. So China releases the virus, whether on purpose or not. But they have a patent on a treatment. Now here's a step-by-step guide on how to create a plandemic and enact a global new world order event 201 by gates id 2020 by gates coronavirus patent by gates covet vaccine by gates who niaid cdc u.n funding by whom gates fauci Burks, Tedros funding gates new economy based on human activity with the patent 060606. 06, 06, 06. By whom? Gates. Hypothesize a simulated global outbreak. Required steps. Various faces. Overall timeline. And expected outcomes. By the Rockefeller Lockstep 2010. We discussed that during Corona Chronicles 1. Now create a very contagious but super low mortality rate virus to fit the needed plan. SARS-HIV hybrid research strain created a 4D trick Class 4 lab from 2008 to 2013 as part of a research project to find out why coronaviruses spread like wildfire in bats but have an extremely hard time infecting humans. Hence the 4 HIV inserts also known as the missing key to infect the human ACE2 receptor. Create a weaponized version of the virus with a much higher mortality rate as backup plan, ready to be released in Phase 3, but only if needed. sars HIV, and MERS, weaponized hybrid strain created at Fort Detrick Class 4 lab in 2015. Transport the research strain to a different Class 4 lab, National Microbiology Lab in Winnipeg, Canada, and have it stolen and smuggled out by China on purpose and taken to China's only Class 4 lab, Wuhan Institute of Virology in Wuhan, China, for added plausible deniability and to help cement the wanted backup public script as something to fall back on if needed, primary script being its natural backup script being that China created it and released it by accident. Then, fund all the talking heads, Fauci, Burks, Tedros, and agencies, WHO, NIAID, CDC, and the UN, that will be involved with pandemic response prior to the planned release of the research strain to control the wanted script throughout the operation. Create and fund the vaccination development and rollout. the plan so it's capable of being rolled out on a global scale. Gates, Decade of Vaccines, Global Vaccine Action Plan 2010-2020. to 2020. Create and fund the vaccination, verification and certification protocols, digital ID, to enforce and confirm the vaccination program after the mandatory rollout is enacted. Gates, ID 2020. Simulate the lockstep hypothesis just prior to the planned research strain. Release using a real-world exercise as a final war game to determine expected response, timelines, and outcomes. Gates' event to a 1 October 2019. Then release the research strain at the Wuhan Institute of Virology itself and then blame its release on a natural scapegoat as the wanted primary script, the Wuhan wet market, November 2019 then downplay the human-to-human transmission for as long as possible to allow the research strain to spread on a global scale before any country can lock down and respond to avoid initial infection. Once a country has seed infection in place, lock down incoming and outgoing travel, but keep the transmission within the country spreading for as long as possible. Once enough people in a country and region are infected, enact forced quarantines and isolation, For that area and expand the lockdown regions slowly over time. Overhype the mortality rate by tying the research strain to deaths that have little to nothing to do with the actual virus to keep the fear and compliance at a maximum. If anyone dies for any reason and is found they have COVID, consider it a COVID death. And if anyone is thought to, maybe, having symptoms of COVID to assume they have COVID and consider it a COVID death keep the public quarantined for as long as possible to destroy the region's economy, create civil unrest, break down the supply chain, and cause the start of mass food shortages as well as cause people's immune system to weaken due to lack of interaction with other people and bacteria, the outside world, also known as the things that keeps our immune system alert and active, downplay and attack any potential quote-unquote treatments, and continue to echo that only a quote-unquote cure is viable to fight this virus, also known as a vaccine. Continue to drag out the quarantine over and over and over again in two-week intervals, causing more and more people to eventually stand up and protest and defy them. Eventually end the Phase 1 quarantine once they get enough public pushback, probably by June of 2020, and publicly state that they still think it's too early to end the isolation but are going to do it anyways. Once the public go quote-unquote back to normal wait a few weeks and then continue to overhype the research strain mortality rate August-September 2020 and combine it with the increase in deaths due to people dying from standard illnesses at a higher rate than normal due to having highly weakened immune systems from months of being in isolation to help further quote-unquote pad the mortality rate, and hype the upcoming Phase 2 lockdown. Eventually, enact Phase 2 quarantines, October, November, 2020, on an even more extreme level, and blame the protesters, mostly people who don't trust the government already, for the cause of the quote-unquote larger second wave. We told you so. It was too early. This is all your fault because you needed a haircut. Your freedoms have consequences. Enforce the phase 2 quarantines at a much more extreme level. Increasing the penalty for defiance. Replace fines with jail time. Deem all travel as non-essential. Increase checkpoints, including military assistance. Increase tracking, tracing of the population. Mandatory apps. take over control of food and gas. Large-scale shortages. So that people can only get access to essential products and services if they are first given permission. Keep the phase two lockdown in place for a much longer period of time than the phase one lockdown, continuing to destroy the global economy, further degrade the supply chain and further amplify the food shortages and alike. Quell any public outrage using extreme actions and force and make anyone who defies them appear as public enemy number one to those who are willing to submit. After a rather long phase two lockdown, six plus months, roll out the vaccination program Lost vaccine certification and make it mandatory for everyone giving priority access to those that submitted from the start and have those that are for it attack those that are against it saying they are a threat and the cause of all the problems we can't go back to normal until everyone takes the vaccine people define them are hurting our way of life and therefore are the enemy if the majority of people go along with the agenda then let those people enter the new system a new normal while limiting the minority that defy the agenda's ability to work, travel and live if the majority of people go against the agenda then release the weaponized sars hiv mers tribrid strain as phase 3 a virus with a 30% plus mortality rate as a final scare to push the minority to quickly become the majority and give a final we told you so to those that didn't listen. Enact a new economy model, Microsoft Patent 060606 cryptocurrency system using body activity data, which is based on human behavior and willingness to submit. Tweak version of Black Mirror's 50 million merits using food, water, shelter, and other essentials as a weapon of enforcement of the new economic system. Basically, do what we want and get rewarded. Gain credits and score, and gain more access to things you need to survive. Or go against what we want, and get penalized. Lose credits and score, and lose access to things you need to survive. Welcome to the New World Order. And if you have listened to Veritas for the past few years, we have discussed this. The episodes, Black Mirror. The movie, In Time. A lot of these productions foretell and has programmed the population to embrace this new system. For example, I live in a state with a low mortality rate. Our own governor extended the lockdown two more weeks, and I then found out that he is in the board of governors of a company with the name of TGen that is in charge of testing. They're going to be conducting roadblocks for the next two weekends and test as many people as possible. In addition, this company is affiliated with a company in charge of developing the vaccine. That is an incredible conflict of interest. But it's not surprising. I hear some information from Jim Stone. Ridiculous claim. Fauci gave Wuhan lab 3.7 million. Reality? Fauci gave Wuhan lab 7.4 million. He did it via two separate grants, one given in 2015 and one given in 2019. Snopes is falsely claiming Trump gave him the funds, but Trump only signed off on a slush fund from which Fauci wrote the checks without Trump even knowing. And worse, Fauci did this after research into weaponizing viruses was officially banned in the United States, so he needed the work done elsewhere. Fauci should be in deep trouble over this, but he probably will get away with it. It is now clear that coronavirus is Fauci's baby, and he's one of the top guys at Bill Gates' Vaccine Pushing Foundation. And I have been saying this from day one. Now, here's an excerpt from a report by the publication Town Hall. A reporter is Kevin McCullough. Antibody testing proves we've been had. Nearly everything we've been told about models, rates of infection, deaths and recoveries was inaccurate. I'm not here to argue that it was malfeasance or ignorance. Both are unacceptable. But the one thing that Governor Andrew Cuomo's stunning announcement made clear on Thursday is that there are some pretty shocking and what should be reassuring truths. Cuomo announced that antibody testing in New York State, which only began four days previous, was already demonstrating that, at minimum, 13.9% of New Yorkers had COVID-19 late-stage antibodies. The implication of this is a shockwave to the system. With a population of 540,500, the findings point out that over 2,500,000 New Yorkers had the virus and have recovered. Keep in mind that as of this writing, that only 263,000 New Yorkers have currently confirmed cases. Also, as of this writing, New York has reported 19,543 fatalities. We're being told that the true death rate is 7.4% in New York. We were told there, there would be hundreds of thousands dead. We were told that this was worse than the flu, which has still recorded more deaths to date in this past flu season. Even though the CDC instructed medical personnel to start counting influenza, heart disease, pulmonary, respiratory, drug overdose, and possibly even car crash deaths, as COVID-19 deaths. But none of these quote-unquote truths turn out to be so. The death rate in New York State isn't 7.4%. It is actually 0.75%. The recently ended influenza season numbers from the CDC indicate possibly 56 million cases of flu, 740,000 hospitalizations, and 62,000 deaths. Under the current count, From the Johns Hopkins dashboard in this five-month stretch, COVID-19 has racked up 845,959 confirmed cases, 122,000 hospitalizations, and 46,972 deaths. A couple of other observations are extremely relevant. To begin with the flu, which has no vaccine, but rather a randomized version of a shot designed to help develop antibodies to fight the version of the flu that quote-unquote smart people think will be the primary version that particular year, as remedies that physicians prescribe in primary care on an as-needed basis. So we're not accustomed to thinking that the flu is this deadly killer that all of life must be shut down to prevent. COVID-19 had no known treatments at the beginning of the breakout, And for political reasons, and possibly financially incentivized ones to boot, the most effective treatment for COVID-19 became a political football. Even the supposed quote-unquote negative trials that were reported on this past weekend had cherry-picked subjects that were mostly late-state victims of the virus. It is time to acknowledge these facts, draw the necessary conclusions that they lead us to, make changes for the benefit of the American people, for once, and end this nightmare. Oh, and here's something else that I want to discuss in a future installment of Corona Chronicles, if and when there is one. I, I never know if there's ever going to be a future one. We're playing by ear every week. But here are some headlines, and this comes from Energy.gov, the Department of Energy of the United States. And it reads, President Trump signs executive order securing the United States bulk power system. Washington, D.C. Today, and this is dated... May 1st, 2020. Today, President Donald J. Trump signed an executive order securing the United States Bulk Power System. The executive order authorizes U.S. Secretary of Energy Dan Bruillette to work with the cabinet and energy industry to secure America's bulk power system. This executive order will greatly diminish the ability of foreign adversaries to target our critical electric infrastructure. And shortly after that, my friend... Ben Davidson from Suspicious Observers said this. A little bit cryptic, but I'll pass it along to you. He said, Yesterday the president made an executive order on cybersecurity and the power grid. Many in my own community want to spin this to be a cover for space weather, heartening as Earth's magnetic field weakens. Sadly, there's a very good reason I've been telling you to watch Traveling Salesmen. That's a movie. The last few days my job is to keep you a step ahead the issuance of this executive order was not new news yesterday to everyone i might remind you of what was allowed to happen at 42 minutes into the plasma cosmology movie do you know what i am they are going after np i presume he means nuclear power complete full throttle nuclear weapons are officially obsolete world war three has begun, and they just didn't tell you. Do you know who I am? If the right people get it, we become a level one civilization overnight. Please keep watching. It won't be as interesting as Q, but it will actually be correct. A little bit cryptic there, so I'm going to have to ask Ben to tell me what he thinks, but I wanted to leave it here for your consideration. And once again, I want to finish by letting you know that the decision is made to keep the Corona Chronicles within our platform, VeritasRadio.com, especially due to the recent perch of researchers, colleagues, and friends like David Icke, Max Egan, to name a few. And in order to prevent the complete perch of my social media platforms, I will fully express my God-given rights exclusively right here at VeritasRadio.com, my platform, which is my last bastion for spreading the truth. It's time to go stealthy now. It is my hope that future generations will remember us with more gratitude than sorrow. God bless you all, and may truth and freedom prevail. Please pay attention to what was discussed on this installment. There are different faces that are being tested upon us. They are not going to stop with the first reopening or the first lockdown. We must stay informed and vigilant. And I thank you once again for walking the path of truth with me. That's it for this Corona Chronicles. Because lies are the virus and truth is the cure. I'm Mel Fabregas. Until next time, be well.